The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. You are listening to Rewritten with Cynthia Ocelli. Our topic today, how gratitude changes you. Hi, everybody. How are you this week? I am excited to do this show today. If you haven't visited Mind Body Spirit FM, you may not know that they are doing an entire campaign on gratitude in anticipation of a documentary. That is coming out, I believe, in July. It's called Gratitude Revealed. It has some of the most amazing speakers in the mind body spirit realm people like Deepak Chopra, Michael Beckwith, Jack Cornfield, and others. And that documentary is going to be available to you to see at no charge. And I will put more information about that on my page at Mind Body Spirit FM. The documentary is called Gratitude Revealed. This sort of came up at a very interesting time in my life. I'm super into all sorts of tools and strategies to help us feel better, perform better, achieve our dreams, embrace our femininity, really step into our authenticity and live the life that we came here to live in our own way. That, to me, is the real definition of success. I can get really caught up in a whole bunch of different tools and practices. And as I work with my clients, different tools and practices take center stage. And one that has sort of gotten away from me recently is gratitude. So as I saw this campaign about gratitude, I started researching. And I wanted to know, you know, what don't I know about gratitude? What's new? What are the real benefits? Is it really just, you know, Oprah's gratitude journal and everybody's done it doing it because we love Oprah? Or is there something more to it? Is there some evidence behind its impact on us? Turns out there absolutely is. Gratitude makes happy people happier, and it also makes people who struggle with depression and anxiety happier. I got this information from a website called greatergood.berkeley.edu. I started with an article called How Gratitude Changes You and Your Brain, written by Joshua Brown and Joel Wong. So in this article, I learned that they already knew that gratitude makes happy people happier, right? That makes sense. But it makes people who struggle with mental health also happier. They figured this out by taking three groups of people that were showing up for therapy. So they took one big group of people showing up for therapy, divided them into three groups, gave counseling to all of them. One group was instructed to also write one letter of gratitude to another person each week for three weeks. Another group was asked to do traumatic writing, which is basically 
writing about your deepest thoughts and feelings about negative experiences, and a third group didn't do any writing. And it turned out that the people who did the gratitude letter writing had much better mental health for four weeks and then 12 weeks after their writing exercise ended. So it was amazing to learn that it's not just for all of us who are already happy and well, but it's a tool to bring us out of emotional unhappiness, dark places, anxiety. And they came up with four insights that I thought were really wonderful to know that we should, that would help us be motivated to do this. And one of them was that gratitude unshackles us from toxic emotions. And that makes a lot of sense because when we are ruminating in toxic emotions, thinking of negative things, hyperanalyzing, churning and churning on things that we will not think our way out of, we will only become more upset and less and less hopeful. When we turn to gratitude, all of the sudden we are called upon to look for and identify things that we feel positively about. So we're going to have to get into positive emotions in order to write a gratitude letter. Even if you write the letter and you do not share it, it has that same benefit on your mental well-being and level of happiness. I like this because there are people who probably wouldn't recognize me who I would write gratitude letters to. And I wanted to be really congruent with this show today. So I wrote a gratitude letter early this morning. And this one I wrote to my son. And boy, it just, at one point I was like, am I supposed to be sobbing? Are you supposed to sob while you write gratitude letters? Uh, The answer is yes, because I woke up this morning way too early. You know, those days when you wake up at 4.30 and you look around like this is just wrong. Try to go back to sleep. Nothing happens. Do the meditation, do the audio book, do all the things. Nothing happens. So I'm like, I'm going to get up, do this podcast. And before I do this podcast, I'm going to make sure I've really done everything I'm going to talk about. So 5.30 this morning, I'm sobbing. Enjoy and gratitude, and that sluggish, irritated, negative vibe and mood I had when I finally got out of bed was washed away with just so much happiness, so much appreciation, so many memories of good times, so much gratitude that this amazing person was sent to me, and I was given the privilege to raise him. And now I get to be a part of him going out and creating his best life. It was extraordinary. So I probably will share this at some point, but it's not the kind of letter that I'm just going to, you know, text to my kid. Uh, it, it really, really opened my heart and I don't have to share it. So if you are going to write a gratitude letter, you could write it to anyone and you could get all the benefits and, or you could give it to them. And I I think it would be also an extraordinary gift. If you are inclined to give it, writing it on beautiful stationery and gifting it to someone as a real gift would be treasured, I think. So just something to think about. Number three of the insights about gratitude. Gratitude's benefits take time and they increase over time. So There was no difference in these three groups at one week after the writing. 
And there was a difference after four weeks, but there was an even greater difference after 12 weeks. So that leads us to insight number four, which is gratitude has lasting effects on the brain. So not only does it help you over time, but it changes your brain. The brains of people who wrote gratitude letters looked different on MRI scans. So they have to figure this out. They need more research. But what they believe is that practicing gratitude trains the brain to be more sensitive to the experience of gratitude down the line. And this could contribute to improved mental health over time. There is an easy way to train gratitude in your brain to rid yourself of toxic emotions in an instant by using your ability to be grateful. And this is something that we can all use. There's no side effect. There's no negative side effect, no prescriptions. You don't need a lot. It doesn't require a lot of resources. And there is always, always something to be grateful for. So I went on to another article at The Greater Good in Berkeley, and this one is called Five Ways Giving Thanks Can Backfire by Amy Gordon. And I thought, okay, so I know that there's all these upsides, but are there downsides? What are the pitfalls? What have they learned about that? Well, Amy shares that most of the time gratitude is good, but there's research that finds that there are situations when thank you may be the wrong response. So I was like, okay, now Amy's talking about people who have gratitude journaling. And so that's a little different than writing a gratitude letter, but really not that much. In a study of gratitude journaling, people who track their gratitude once a week, only once a week, were happier after six weeks, whereas those who wrote or tracked their gratitude three or more times a week were not. So I think this is a really helpful point because for me, especially the way that I live, if I have to do something every day, no matter how wonderful it is, meditation, um, visualization, there are times when it becomes a chore because I have too much going on. And so these practices that are designed to help us feel happier can lose some of their juice when we are forcing ourselves to make sure we do them every single day. So I really liked that this once per week ended up producing more happiness after six weeks than people who do it three times a week or more. And then I got to a part in her article that I was like, yeah, this is a this happens. So here's a caution for you. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26 at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. Focusing on feeling grateful for someone or something who isn't worthy is a no-no in the gratitude realm. So she gives an example of if you're in a bad relationship, 
with someone who is emotionally or physically abusive, or someone who you really just can't be happy with. Gratitude may be the wrong choice, and I have seen this so many times. I actually had a client, I love this girl, she had a teaching from her mom, which was, if there are nine things wrong with a person, don't focus on those, focus on the tenth thing that's right about them. And I think that can work in some circumstance. Um, Nine things that irritate you if they are really, really insignificant. And the tenth thing is, is, you know, something extremely meaningful to you, maybe. But I would much prefer that you focus on the entire relationship, including the good parts. And if you tend to be overly critical. Maybe you could dial that down a little bit. But what not to do is to talk yourself out of what I love. I have an astrologer, uh, his name is Gal Sasson, and he calls it zombie relationships, half alive, not good for you, not good enough. And he says to me always, you know, they have to get rid of the zombie relationship so that a real good and whole and full relationship can come. So if you're practicing gratitude in an attempt to not be upset with someone who who's doing something actively harmful or who will never make you happy, probably not the best choice. But here's a couple ways that I am using gratitude to navigate the chaos that is showing up in my day today. I have a pretty busy life and A lot of people call me, my phone actually sits on permanent do not disturb with a few people on a favorites list who can get through. I have two dogs and they love to be beside me. And as I am recording this, my phone is ringing. My texts are are buzzing. The dogs are at my feet moaning and licking. And I am so grateful for them. I am so grateful that they exist and that they are here that that means more to me than my irritation and frustration about having to stop my recording over and over again to quiet what's happening. And yes, another productivity point and tip and something I usually do but didn't today is shut the phone off and give yourself time away from the stimulation that is inundating us all the time and be grateful for that. One of the things that is a hardwired sort of jumpstart to gratitude for me is to be in any sort of nature. It could be the desert, it could be the beach, it could be the forest. I just love that sense of life burgeoning around me, going on and achieving its aims at whatever the season is. And right now, as I record this, it's spring. So it's kind of Oh, extraordinary. And I am so grateful for rolling hills of wild flowers. They bring me so much joy. And I literally just have to show up. The last article I looked at was defining gratitude. So they have Robert Emmons, who is the world's leading scientific expert on gratitude. And he says, that gratitude is an affirmation of goodness, that we are affirming that there are good things in the world, gifts and benefits that we receive. 
He says the second part of gratitude is that we recognize that the sources of this goodness are outside of ourselves. We acknowledge that other people or even higher powers give us gifts, big and small, to help us achieve the goodness in our lives. I think it's powerful for us to tap into this so that we can have this awareness and feel that sort of warm center that comes from knowing that you are loved and supported and that there's something conspiring for your good, whether you're spiritual or not. He also said it's a relationship strengthening emotion because it requires us to see how we are supported and affirmed by others. So if you want to feel happier and more affirmed and more loved, this is a great practice. Once a week, jot down a little note or a beautiful love letter, a long, long letter, write a book, whatever works for you to express your gratitude and appreciation for all or just any small or large thing in your life. After I was done reading the articles, I went back to what's been fundamental for me in my gratitude practice. I think I did a show maybe 10 years ago on gratitude, and I always returned to the same place. I was a keynote speaker at someone's seminar on gratitude probably eight or nine years ago, and I opened with this quote. This quote is from Melody Beattie. It's from her book, The Language of Letting Go, which is a book that ripped me open and put me back together, gosh, maybe 15 years ago. I highly recommend it. She also wrote Codependent No More. And that was a book that was pivotal in my life because sometimes when you are plunged into the depths, living in the depths of codependency, you are so in the forest staring at one tree that you don't know where you are and you can't see that forest. This is a book, Codependent No More, and the subsequent books that really help you get some altitude and see yourself in that dynamic so that you can shift it, set boundaries, heal it, and move on. And that, I promise you, because I have lived it, is absolutely attainable. Okay, my favorite, favorite, favorite quote on gratitude. Gratitude unlocks the fullness of life. It turns what we have into enough and more. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos to order, confusion to clarity. It can turn a meal into a feast, a house into a home, a stranger into a friend. It turns problems into gifts, failures into successes, the unexpected into perfect timing, and mistakes into important events. It can turn an existence into a real life and disconnected situations into important and beneficial lessons. Gratitude makes sense of our past, brings peace for today, and creates a vision for tomorrow. Gratitude makes things right. Gratitude turns negative energy into positive energy. There is no situation or circumstance so small or large that it is not susceptible to gratitude's power. We can start with who we are and what we have today. Apply gratitude 
and then let it work its magic. Today, I will shine the transforming light of gratitude on all the circumstances of my life. So Melody is just an incredible human. She is full of power and fire and grace and softness. And the way that she writes that just sort of moves me with a firm and loving hand out of my, you know, negative Nancy, complaining, critical, any mood like that. So if you struggle at all, I encourage you, bookmark this show, come back, let me prime the pump for your gratitude so that you can have the good, healing, transformative, negative rumination ending feeling that I hope you got from listening to this. And if you didn't, write a letter and you will. I will leave links on my mindbodyspirit.fm page, giving you free access to watch the Gratitude Revealed documentary when it premieres. I'd also like to invite you to visit my website, cynthiaocelli.com. Early in the morning, in the wee hours of this morning, I updated a post that people keep returning to and downloading. It's called Empowering Questions. It has a podcast that goes with it. The podcast is two years old, and it has a list of the questions that you can ask yourself to shift your perspective, open your heart, take much better care of yourself, be much nicer to yourself, and actually live a life that is authentic and whole and successful by your definition. CynthiaOcelli.com, Empowered Questions. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you next time. Have a beautiful week. Since 1977, Omega Institute in New York's beautiful Hudson Valley has hosted some of the best spiritual teachers and social visionaries, sharing their messages of hope, healing, and transformation. On the Dropping In podcast, hosted by Emmy Award-winning producer Callie Alpert, you will enjoy in-depth interviews and conversations with people like Pema Chodron, Jack Kornfield, John Kabat-Zinn, and many others on the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Also, check out the video series on Spotify.